0: Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with New York City musician, independent recording artist, Benji Bradshaw, who will be at the Glam Awards on Monday, being nominated for best video, Love is Love, the 69 mix. He will be performing at Eros on February 11th, and is coming out with a single, Incantation, on February 6th. Benji, how
1: are you doing today, Carl? Hey, baby. Good to see you. How are you?
0: Thank you. So glad to have you here with me today. So obviously you have a lot going on now, but let's go back in time a little bit. Um, Have you always lived in New York City? Are you someone who just moved there to kind of escape? the terror of the place that you in.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, so yeah, I grew up in California. I grew up in the Bay area, um, Northern California. And, you know, I was lucky. I, you know, the, my childhood was lucky. I wasn't really bullied, but just New York, I always wanted to come here. So yeah, I started in California.
0: Wow. I will say that. Wow yeah i get i get get wanted to be in new york again as people fans of this podcast know i'm on the east coast myself i could never get used to that west coast is something i don't ever want to do really no i've if i were to move somewhere like in terms of a big city other than like atlanta it'd be new york for me
1: Mm. yeah
0: so were you extremely flamboyant growing up was it like sort of an yeah were you flamboyant growing up
1: pretty much yes um i always like like for halloween like halloween i'm sure a lot of us have had this with halloween like i would dress up like that's the one day i could dress up and it's like it's okay to dress up because it's just halloween it's you know right you know so like i think as a kid like halloween's were crazy like my Halloweens, I would go all the way out. Like one year, I was Judge Judy for Halloween, wow. and like I had the wig, the lipstick, like. So I mean, that was like my signs, um, but I was definitely still very shy. So I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was totally flamboyant in that way. I was more like funny. Like I'd just be really like out of the out of the box, like funny and like like entertainer kind of thing. So yeah but I wouldn't dress up that much. I wouldn't like do all that kind of thing. So I think it was more like me expressing myself just through my personality being like really loud and crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can totally get that. Like, I remember the fact of when I finally did come out to my sister, like she finally, it was at a point where I was like, I think it was 20 at the time I would come out as bi before. And then mm. like, all of a sudden I was going to a share concert. And my sister just said, just admit that you're gay. You're going to share. Come on, like,
1: <laughs> your mom like said that? I'm, I'm,
0: my sister. I'm like, fine. Oh, your you're sister. right. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. The siblings, so, I feel like that. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So obviously, New York musician. What inspired you to get into music?
1: So basically, I my dad was experimental sound or still is experimental sound artist. And my mom is really into musicals and um, music in general. So I think growing up in that, like seeing them with music always inspired me. Um, And so when I saw the Rocky Horror Picture Show, like the um, movie version it inspired me to like don't dream it be it and to dress up and like that whole movie has the vision the the fashion the visuals but also this music is amazing i think so you know seeing all that and then on top of that going to the theater and seeing it with the audience like throwing popcorn and you know like getting involved with it i was just like this is cool i didn't even know i wanted to do this i was just like i like this what's happening here (laughs) so that kind of inspired me and so my dad had bought me a guitar and a synthesizer so in my childhood bedroom i would just start working on music organically without any training and that's kind of how it started and i was just like i want to create these moments of like magical and just self-expression and so i kind of just went with that and really it just over time developed you know
0: my next question so obviously i was listening to your music trying to get into this interview like hearing stuff and just liking what you do but i will say a lot of your stuff is very much club based and electronic based so even with those sounds have you ever wanted to go deeper when writing music but you were afraid that your fans wouldn't like that
1: Hmm. I mean, I think it's interesting you say that. I think my fans and people want to hear. They're at the point where they want to hear my story. I think they've, they like, they love the fun stuff, and like I love the fun stuff. But I think I'm been hearing feedback of people being like, "Okay, we're ready for your first album. Like, tell us who is Benji Bradshaw? What made you Benji Bradshaw?" And so that's where I'm at is like getting to that point of like real ready to getting ready to share that story in a musical way um and i actually was intending to start my career with that album which was going to be um like an autobiography of how i got here Um, but i decided that the other music the house music and techno and stuff started coming to me and i was like i don't want to stop that and just switch gears i want to like that opportunity is amazing and i love those people i'm collaborating with so I think i'm at a point where it's like i'm still gonna do the dance music and i love that stuff so much and all the collaborations but just continue to interject my story in there as well so that people are starting to see like it's just not for fun it's like he's really expressing himself telling us his life and his journey into music
0: i mean you could probably still do electronic music and express your story i will say this Be very careful. One of the reasons I started this podcast was because I was telling those deeper stories that you're wanting to tell. Mm. But I kept on getting misinterpreted by people about the message that I was saying. Really? So I was like, I was like, I'm trying to write music and you're not getting it. I'm like, let me get on a fucking microphone and just talk because clearly Someone would see like a shocking title that I would choose just because that's what I thought the title of the song was, and then all of a sudden they'd be like, Oh, you're saying this. Like,
1: oh, one
0: of the one of those things I could just go into an example about yeah. that is this song I wrote called Um Kill Your Mother, and it was basically a song where I was talking about sort of killing the like very conservative side of my mother because it was something where like when I came out I was afraid to come out because Mm -hmm. like in fact I didn't come out till after my mom died because I was afraid Mm -hmm. that she wouldn't accept me for who I was Mm -hmm. so it was like I did that and my sister was like saying, she's like, oh, that sounds so bad that you named the song Kill Your Mother seems so, like, and I'm like, if you listen to the lyrics, like, if you see the lyrics that I, like, literally put on the, like, bio part of the song, it's Mm -hmm. not me, like, saying to go out and kill your parents. It's not the message I'm trying to, like, put out. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of times you don't want to have that, like, evil sort of part of your life, because it does make you scared to be who you are.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that. That It's really powerful what you just said, because I think a lot of us go through that. I know I experienced that amount. Well, in terms of, I am just mean the life experience, but also what you're saying about the song. But yeah. in terms of the life experience, you know, what you're saying about you know, our, a lot of us growing up, it's to come out like people don't realize it's it could be a, a life like it's a weight you're holding. Sometimes it's a weight you're holding. And like the people around you, even the people that you love the most, or that love you the most, you're still afraid to tell them. And people don't understand that. And um, I think what you're saying through music is you're trying to express yourself like this is how I felt. And I didn't mean this. I'm I'm saying it as an artistic way. This is. Yeah. Maybe you know and I you know people it's yeah it's annoying people don't understand that and I think they with anything when we do art and creativity and put it out people just love to jump to whatever makes sense to them and often it's like from a place of judgment or you know not understanding and so I'm sorry that you had to experience that um but but I get what you're saying like sometimes your song it, it you need to say it in this way and you don't mean literally people do this it's like I'm expressing like a, a feeling I had that doesn't have nothing to do with that.
0: Yeah. You're <laughs> expressing the, like, you don't want to kill the person. You want to kill mm-hmm. the like sentiment that yeah they're trying to like put into you through, I would say this definitely the way Republicans are now. And even as we can see, not trying to get too political, but it's okay. like indoctrination, like, right. That's what they do. That's why so many of them, I feel, just get like zombies to where they just all go towards Donald Trump. And like, that's what they're leaning towards that sort of like vicious vengeance way of mm-hmm. doing things. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. So, as I said, you're an independent artist are you looking to stay an independent artist are you looking to like hopefully get onto a major label at some point
1: um so yeah i really love being independent for a lot of reasons but you know if the right label came to me and had the right like everything felt lined up and right then i would totally do it um I work with labels like with my personal singles and stuff. Like I, the Incantation song is on a label, so I mean I do, you know, work with labels on on certain tracks. Um, so I have no problem with that. And I like I like meeting these labels are amazing because they're, uh, you know, I meet the actual heads of them and they're the creators. So like Incantation is a perfect example of that, um, you know, and collaborating. But yeah, I mean for my own personal career, like if if there was a label that I felt what represent me well and is respectful about the things that i care about i mean then i would totally you know there's a lot of benefits to a label in terms of exposure and the amount of creativity you know so i I, i'm not against them it's just that it would have to be the right fit you know
0: yeah but also there are downsides to labels
1: because a lot of
0: them want to like take your masters and like essentially it doesn't matter if like you wrote the song, you're a producer, they're trying to take it and, like, hold on to it.
1: Exactly. So
0: you can't go anywhere. So I can understand not wanting to be yeah. on a major label, but definitely you're talking about, like, if you were, depending on how big you got, they would be flying you to all of these interviews out in L.A. They'd be, like, trying to get you on morning talk shows, evening talk shows and all this. Right. But at some point, there is sort of a freedom in, like, being independent and, like, keeping yourself.
1: Oh. oh, yeah. No, I mean, I love it. It Like, the the freedom I have, like, the creativity, I mean, there's, like, there's no limit. So, for me, independent is, has been amazing. And I fully intend to stay that way um, as long as I can because it's, like, I have full control. Everything I put out, I can say, yes, I'm that I'm loving it. I want it out and even control the date it launches for the most part. So I mean, that in itself is already a a powerful thing to be able to control your career and to really, like, you can change creatively, you could change within a a next day, you know, tomorrow, I could do something totally different. And it's no one's gonna be like, Oh, my God, how could you do that? Like, you have to fit this, this mold. And, you know, so yeah, I love it. The independent life is amazing.
0: (laughs) Definitely. So obviously you collaborate with a lot of artists. What is it like collaborating with different artists?
1: Amazing. I love it. I totally am so lucky and fortunate to have met amazing collaborators. Um, You know, a lot of actually on Twitch, you know, Twitch has become a family. It's, you know, I've during the pandemic, I came on here. And every person I've met has been absolutely incredible. And collaborating with these people is amazing, because they all have different musical backgrounds. Um, a lot of yeah. it is house and dance, but it's like some are more soulful, some are more, you know, techno, some are more, um, you know, melodic, and things like that. So to to meet these people that are like total strangers around the world, and to make music is such a beautiful thing. And yeah. I can't wait to make continue to do that and make more. Totally,
0: totally. So, so. Sorry. Um. So, obviously, New York musician. So, what was life like in New York before and after the pandemic?
1: Mm. So yeah, it's been crazy. So, I I was just thinking thinking about that yesterday because um, I went to Brooklyn, which is mm. you know different borough in in new york city and i remembered before the pandemic um some places i went to and i think the biggest change in new york from my perspective is that there was something about new york pre-pandemic where there was a party everywhere and it was always like you just walk into a party and it was like a daytime party nighttime party didn't matter you know it just felt like that i can't explain it beyond just saying it there's a party everywhere um yeah I feel like since the pandemic, especially during twenty twenty, once the co- once the city w- city was shut down, says shitty yeah. the city was shut down, yeah. obviously nothing was open, and so that was depressing. And New York, you know, the high rises here—it's like tall buildings. So if you don't have that fun aspect, it can be depressing because it's like a bunch of concrete. So I feel like although there are parties still of course and shout out to everyone in nightlife and doing parties and stuff because i and i you know i perform with them too so it's not like they've gone away they're they're and they're still freaking amazing it's just like that feeling i have like just that excitement i think of like constantly having a party option i think that just doesn't feel like that i feel like i have to feel like i have to plan now if i'm going to go do something It's kind of like okay where are we going but I surprised you know like yesterday I surprised myself because I went out to Brooklyn like I said and I was walking the streets and there were parties happening so I'm like okay it's still here it's just I need to get over that now like that I've been in a shell for 2020 I need to like realize that things have opened like things are happening
0: (laughs) yeah I mean you're speaking of New York I remember seeing on the news crazily enough you're talking about things were shut down there were people who were partying during the pandemic, too. And it's like you saw them, no masks. They were just shoving people mm-hmm. into like things. And it's like, as someone who pretty much stopped performing post pandemic, because pre pandemic, I was like out performing once a week. I was out in West Palm Beach, like performing. And I performed pretty much till things were shut down. Like being in Florida, there was like, when someone flew into Palm Beach International and there were like a bunch of cases of COVID, that's when they finally shut everything down. So I was performing pretty much till everything shut down, but I was still having to go out every day because a lot of people were sitting at home. I was working in a senior living home. So like I had to work Mm -hmm. through the pandemic. So that's what people Mm -hmm. say. Oh, it sucks being at home. I'm like, you should be fucking lucky, bitch. I would love to be sitting at home doing nothing. Like,
1: right? Wow. Yeah. Because so when did that ha- the shutdown happen for that? And I would these?
0: say, I pref- I would say March. Yeah. And it was literally like towards the end of March. It was like they flew everybody in. I got. That, like, COVID thing happened, I did one more performance, and then that was it. Everything was shut down Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: right after that. And while during COVID, in fact, actually, through, like, a freak electrical accident, the place I used to perform at every week burned down. Oh, no. So, like, and they haven't been able to, in the past three years, like, do much in terms of rebuilding it. So...
1: Mm. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, but I will say it did probably like, I'm thankful for the pandemic because I probably wouldn't have started this podcast if it right. had not been for the pandemic because like probably totally. what was it? It was like two years later, I wasn't finding place to perform. I was performing in certain contests, not winning. Like, Uh so I'm like, maybe performing, and it's also like, it's very easy to be in New York and you can like, get on a subway and like, go anywhere. Right. Whereas like, I got to get in the car, drive an hour to like, Mm -hmm. go perform somewhere. And it's just, I'm like, I'm like, it's not worth it. Like, like I would love to i would love to like once i finally move out of florida probably like i'm hoping to move to atlanta within like the next year oh like yeah been saving up money trying to like make that work so we'll see yeah i would love to because it's like as i was talking to you before will allow me the like flexibility to be able to like schedule interviews whenever i can like not right. just have to be like because i know like i'm an early riser but not everybody is i try and tell them like 9 30 and they're on in california it's like all of a sudden it's like you gotta tell them to wake up at 7 a.m and like <laughs> right he's sort of like fried and bubbly not everyone <laughs> last I'd say, not everyone i'm not either like I am, I am the bitch who's like, if I don't get caffeine in my system, do not talk to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yes, amen.
0: Yeah,
1: I love caffeine, but yeah, no, it's seriously, I'm like, cheers, caffeine time. Um, yes, yeah. But the thing is, like, really quickly, is that, yeah, I feel the same in terms of the pandemic. That that I hate saying this too. That I, there's a horrible things that happen. I had friends pass away from COVID. I mean, it's oh, it was horrible. God. Thank you, honey, yeah, rest in peace. But um, the beautiful thing was what, for the ones that lived through it is the creativity. I think that's, I mean, cause Twitch became my home um, after during the pandemic cause I was locked inside. And so if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have met all these amazing artists that I'm collaborating with now. And so in that way, it was a beautiful thing through the darkness. So I definitely feel the same in terms of like, that I grew a lot through that time.
0: Yeah, and I will say like, Twitch, I'm so grateful. I mean, I'm fairly new, like I did. I'm on like the second season of this podcast. But the first season, it was literally the audio only, but I was still like getting dressed up in a leotard, like putting the wig on, like doing all that taking pictures and then recording an audio podcast. And some people probably looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> you're you're getting ready and nobody's seeing you. Like, mm. But I will say, at least for all this, I know there are plenty of drag queens who just get in there or wear normal clothes and all this stuff. But for me, until I put all this on and, like, get in front of a microphone, I'm not on. Right. Like, that's why when people say, like, Especially, I know this for most performers, people say, like, you're so shy and quiet. I'm like, well, I'm not on microphone, bitch. I'm not supposed, like, the crazy people who are, like, lively all the time, God, I would hate to have to, like, be that,
1: (laughs) all the time and be like,
0: I just, I can't do it. (laughs) Right. Like, God bless the people who do, but, like, (laughs) not do i don't know is that is that kind of like you too
1: or you yeah i mean like it's funny because like i'm definitely an energizer person like i'm always like when i'm with people i'm always like yay how are you like i'm just that person but it's like in terms of like the outfit and the makeup like if i'm not gonna go on camera without makeup like i'm not like i would never i mean maybe once i've done that but i had sunglasses like i i would not show myself if I'm not done up so like that and that element like that is true for me yeah. but in terms of the day-to-day I mean I definitely have a lot of energy and so I I but I love coffee I need coffee every day yeah. uh, and the performing days suck because I when I sing I, it's not good for my voice to like have coffee so I try to do tea those days and it's always annoying so I'm like oh I don't want to do this but it'll help a little bit but you know but I'm pretty but I know what you're saying like I, I don't I prefer to have control over like when I'm going to be seen and what energy level I'm giving based on like what I have to offer at that time. So I totally feel you.
0: So actually with that, I just thought of a question. So would you ever like do reality TV or like.
1: Interesting. That's a question. No one's ever asked me that question. A good, good one. So I'm so my gut says no, I don't think I ever would. I think it's a lot. And the only reason the two, I guess there's two reasons. First off is I feel like no matter what you do, you could be misrepresented. And I feel like either in a positive or a negative, and I'm afraid of that. I'm like, I don't want that that the editing can control what what people think of me. And the other thing is, I feel like it's once you do that, I feel like, you know, by the way, there's nothing wrong with it. I want to say that first because I have friends that yeah. did reality TV and they continue to do it, and it's there's nothing wrong with it. I actually think it's an amazing platform to meet to have the world introduced to you. So it's actually that's why it's hard to answer and say a hundred percent no because it is a platform, yeah. and a lot of not only queens but like just people like Real Housewives that like went on to have yeah. brand like the Kardashians like have a whole their empire you know, ever since they had that show that shows them off. So I don't bash it, but I feel like for me, I would be mainly um, worried about the editing. And the second thing that I was going to say was just, I don't know, I feel like I would love to be able to build myself through the people and the communities that I'm a part of and like, and tour that way and to to make my music that way. Um, But again, there's nothing wrong with that because I think once you're on the reality show you, your mar- your audience grows right away so yeah. I think it is a beautiful thing
0: well you sound like kind of the way I would do it like I, I would do reality TV and like I don't think I would do it but like it sounds like you might be down to like do a docu-series where you could like control the way that you yes. are edited and like I would do the same thing like Cause then you have full control it's not like um going on rupaul's drag race which so many people do i love the idea i'm nowhere near the queen that like could do it
1: <laughs> i mean because
0: one, one yeah. reason i'm wearing sunglasses because you know how to do eyes bitch. i don't
1: like <laughs> oh right yeah well who cares how you look fabulous and i, yeah, I love hey. the look. It's iconic. Because like, I see your post. It's like, you know, it's you because the sunglasses and the hair. It's like, yeah. this is Prince Electro Diamond, people. Okay.
0: And it also allows me, like, anonymity. Right. Where, like, I can take everything off. And excluding probably, like, if you looked really closely, you could probably say, oh, that's Prince Electro Diamond. But there have been times I've, in fact, like, s- people have seen me in drag for, like, three, four years i go up to the first time i recognize them they're like they have to hear me talk a little bit to realize like oh hey that's you like i had somebody do that one time they're like i didn't recognize you i'm like well maybe i do look really different
1: yeah i was actually wondering i was like i can't i don't know what you look like without the the beat and the wigs i mean i recognize you from like twitter and stuff like how you yeah. look right now so i don't think i could recognize you which is i love that by the way i love that and it, you know the a way you can kind of um, hide behind, uh, you know, in terms of public yeah. facing, you can put on this persona. I think that's really cool.
0: But I will say, like, the way people have described it is, it's, in some ways, somebody described it to me one time as armor, which mm. I feel like in some ways, that's good. But in other ways, it's like, kind of bad, because mm. then... You're afraid that you're like guarding people from like hearing your message. And that's, that's mm-hmm. never something I wanted to do. I wanted to like let people in.
1: Right. Well, you know what? Who cares? I, my whole thing is like, if you do what makes you happy and do it for you, the people are going to always say what they want to say and say, oh, you're not giving enough or, oh, you're trying to hide or you're, you know, not showing the real you. And it's like, no, this is how I identify. This makes me happy. Like, yeah. I like what I'm putting out. And like, that's your opinion. And that's not my business. Like, you're <laughs> what you say of me is not none of my business. So but yeah, I think you're you should just keep going, baby. You're a fierce.
0: Thank you. Because yes. you because even with like the makeup and how you do things, you probably get the same people who are like, well, bitch, that ain't the real you. I want to see the real you. And it's like,
1: Right. It's, and I'm, people, I'm, it's
0: like, I'm trying to tell you, like,
1: just. Yeah. This listen. is me, honeys. Like, it, it's, yeah, people do do that. And it's like, for me, because I, like you see, yeah, I don't have really, I did wear a wig in the beginning, but I kind of stopped. It's just wigs are a lot of work, I have to say. But, um, yes. So, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, they're cool in a lot of ways, too, because you could transform, like you said early. Um, we were talking earlier about transformation, and I love transformation. Yeah. So maybe I'll do wigs more later, but, um, you know, because I don't do that, like you said, this is like my skin and my, you know, it's just makeup and my real hair. So people will be like, oh, like, you look really handsome as a guy. You should do more of that or handsome without the makeup. And I'm just like, that's great. But like, I don't feel red. I don't feel like that's me, you know, and I will do it. I obviously I don't wear this all the time. But when I go to a club or an event, like I'm going to give you who I want to express. And I don't, I feel like without this, I don't feel like that, is authentically me it doesn't and if you don't like that that's too bad like you know this is me dressing up and you can meet me and i'll be yeah. in no makeup too so it's like i'm both you know
0: and it's easily like you can try as much as you want but like when people say don't see the real me it'd be like "Bitch, come come back and talk to me in an hour this will all like sweat off and you'll see the real <laughs> me."
1: <laughs> right i'm here
0: yeah but anyway i will say your look fabulous amazing have you ever seen like a look that you've done that like somebody bigger has done and they haven't given you the credit for it like it was something original and you see like hey like I started that
1: so (laughs) that's so funny I feel like the internet now it's so hard because there's like on one hand there's like people that are on the same wavelength there's like literally people that are like they get what you're doing and they're creating the exact same thing it's just i don't know you exist but like yeah so i've seen up stuff like that where i'm like oh my god because i well, for example i performed on facebook live before the pandemic this is before twitch i mean twitch probably was existing but i didn't know about it yeah. but i did a facebook live bedroom performance in a box like i made a box that just fits my head and i perform my music in a box like and i had my hand come through the box and my head so i like use that and I, you know, I haven't seen someone do a box, but like similar type things when the pan- pandemic hit. And yeah. I'm like, you stole it. But I'm like, no, if you're locked in a room and you have a camera and you're doing a performance, you're going to have to get creative. So, I, you know, I haven't seen anything flat out, you know, copy. I think, you know, one day if I see it, I'll just definitely be like, oh, my God, thank you. Um, unless they're ripping off something like musically or something. But, you know, I yeah. you know. it's. I think it's hard to say unless it's like a flat out like really obvious copy (laughs)
0: because I will say this like looking at your look and you might know this reference you might not I very much got like party monster vibes from like looking at you and I'm like yes like that's sort of like I love that kind of look
1: thank you honey well, involved. yeah. I mean, the, th- the thing is, is that, and that's. I'm really glad you brought that up because I'm a, f- I'm basically a collection of references. Like, I'm essentially like the club kid. I'm also the fashion diva. I'm also like the street kid. Like, I, I'm, I'm also referencing things, so I don't get mad with someone. If someone were to reference me, I'm like, thank you, because like I, I'm also referencing other time, like the '80s, '70s. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's like I'm also. I don't want to say guilty. I'm just also a referencing person. I, I, I enjoy seeing creativity through all the generations. So, you know, I definitely reference as well. And I wear things, you know, that bring me like a vibe that I'm like, okay, this reminds me of, of this generation and this era. And that's how I identify right now. So I'm going to do it this way. So, you know, I do the same thing.
0: Yeah. So I will say like, definitely going to your look and you obviously as said you don't like dress like this every day but have you experienced any sort of homophobia in New York
1: yes unfortunately yeah so it's I've decided that homophobia exists everywhere like I've officially decided that because you know I moved to New York thinking for some reason I was like oh if I move to New York it's okay to be queer and gay and LGBTQIA plus, which didn't exist like when I moved here. It's just like yeah. I, I thought it'd be a safe place. And it is, it totally is. But homophobia is everywhere. It's ingrained in yeah. society of it. And this obvious thing, I just didn't realize it. But yeah, I've I've experienced it from everything to on the subway train to through friend groups that don't know they're being homophobic, which doesn't make it okay. But it's it's but I will say luckily i can't say i've been um you know hurt physically thank god i know people that have been that live here yeah and also for you know trans our trans family like they've experienced things so but yeah the short answer to your question is yes i've experienced it unfortunately and at the same time i've been accepted here and this is i still am here because i feel totally accepted at the same time
0: yeah i mean like obviously that's true i mean In fact, like, even going back to you being a kid, like, we, like, I would say you're probably around the same age that I am. You might be a little bit older, might be. But at least I know from, like, my time, like, you would hear people probably up until, like, the late 2010s saying, like, the T word on TV and, like, all this stuff. So it's like, we we're well at least i am i'm a millennial so like it's like we grew Mm -hmm. up in an era where like homophobia was still okay whereas like gen z seeing less of it Mm -hmm. than we had to
1: yeah it yeah it's a recent thing that it's and it's still it's still not 100 percent like okay to be queer but definitely even the last like you said 2009 you know all these it's a very recent time that we've been, and even TV, like our TVs have changed and and Netflix has changed, like who we see on TV, like RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, so it's amazing. It's so many good things, but also there's like people pushing back. And and so I'm hoping that this new generation, you know, is more open-minded and like accepting, but it's also, I feel that it's just something that people always, there's always going to be this struggle, you know? yeah different but we're fabulous so
0: definitely yeah
1: yes people need I to mean, get into
0: it. Is, i don't know how tall you are like i'm mm-hmm. 6'3 even if oh I, wow yeah yeah even if i like go dressed out like this like i'm a big bitch ain't nobody gonna be messing with me because like wow i look like i couldn't beat somebody up like
1: wow yeah I didn't realize you're six three. That's amazing! Yeah. Wow, cool. I That's love the it. thing.
0: When I tell people that, they're so shocked. And I say, and I say six three, and then depending on which shoes I wear, I can be anywhere from like six five to six nine. Like,
1: oh my god, can I hire you as security? Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm like, I was like, Why want you to my show. He'd be like, okay, nobody come up here on stage. Leave us alone.
0: No, are you kidding me? Like. I would say this if you ever were to tour, like I'd come up to something. But shit, I'd love, I'd love to tour with you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, because I will say like, definitely, I am not at the point where like I fear performing in front of audiences. I want to like get, I want to get back into Mm -hmm. performing, and I'm hoping within like the next year or so i can be like back out in places but we'll see right now i'm good doing this podcast recording videos in my house like having people say i will say this probably another question um you do you try to ignore the negative comments or you try to like block people who are negative towards you because
1: That's honestly what I try to do. Like, yeah, I, I, I do. And it's like with social media and Instagram, there will be hate messages like on posts, certain posts, not every post. But there are sometimes people also on my Facebook page, they'll be like just saying, why is there a guy with makeup on or like you should go like. I don't even know mainly it's about the makeup or like why are you in underwear like you should wear some pants like stop dressing like a woman it's a, a lot of that a lot of like why are you dressing like a woman and like these are this is why the generation is effed because like guys are wearing dresses and stuff like yeah. it's a lot of like masculinity things at first it did bother me because it i was offended i was like i i feel like i'm being attacked yeah. But I realized that these people don't understand and they don't, and they're showing me who they are through their words and it's sad. It's like, it's like, why do you care that I'm wearing a dress? Like, why does that bother you so much? <laughs> it's like, it shows yeah. how like you're not open-minded. You're so in a closet and it's like, come out. It's nothing, I'm not hurting you. I'm bringing love, I'm expressing myself and you should too. So once I put it in that lens, I let it go and I'm, you know, and even if it's not even a, a, like a masculine thing, if it's like, some hate on any level, you know, I just am like, that's your opinion. But like, if you have constructive feedback, I always will listen and take it to consideration if you're being constructive and like have yeah. a good intention, But if it's just flat out hate, I just don't have time. And I'm not I don't even respond, like, I don't have the energy to respond and say, you know, why do you think that way? It's just like, okay, just put the words out there and leave it there on you. Like, I don't want to engage.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I will say this to the point of like, like, it was only probably like the tail end of 2021 where I'm like, I was a person who's like, oh, I'm not skinny. I'm afraid to wear bodysuits. And I'm like, eventually I just said, like, fuck it. Like, at, the, yes. at this point, it's like, We've gone through a pandemic. It's like, because I was under the notion that, like, oh, you have to be a twig, like, that big to wear, like, body suits. I'm like, fuck it. And then I see, like, people, I I didn't even see, like, I remember one point I posted a cover of the song, I Touched Myself. And somebody Mm. literally wrote the thing, like, good thing you do because nobody else is going to. And it's like... (sighs) And it's like I wrote, I read that and deleted it. And it's almost like, I'm like, this is on YouTube, man. You had to look for my my shit to like go and post this. And it's like, and it's like, first of all, it was from a woman, and I'm like, well, bitch, I don't want it anyway. Like, (laughs) and then I just had to be at a point to where like. I just don't care. Yeah. Like now yeah, so. I will admit, I edit my stuff a little bit, like post it, filter it, all of that when I post on Instagram. But it's like, I don't, I don't edit that much. And especially through like, as I was talking to you before, talking about how I have like bone spurs on my feet. That's probably one of the greatest things that happened to me because it's just, it was like, I dropped 40 pounds after that. And it was like, oh, my God. And it's and and people are like, well, how did you do that? I'm like, it's very simple. It's like you have to go into your head and think, especially when I was working, it's like, is it really worth it for me to get the fucking chips and be like, no, I'm going to stay in bed and continue to ice my feet. So you just like. Go through that.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm so that's amazing. I love hearing stuff like that. I mean, I think, you know, Number one, you always slay your look. I've seen you on Twitter with your body suits. Like, we need you to do that continuously. So like, you know, people, I just think like, like when you are in that, have that self-confidence and like, I'm going to wear whatever. But also, yeah. it's OK for me to be like, I want to change this or this. Like, that's OK. And there's yeah, like, don't come for me for being like, I want to eat this way. And, you know, yeah. it, either way is fine. But like, I love everything you just said Thank you. yeah
0: so anyway going to the um going to obviously like going to your promotion part talk as I said in the beginning you're going to the clam warts on Monday what are you gonna wear
1: oh my God or, I am going to give you an exclusive for this stream I have not announced the designer but I will be announcing it right now. So um, Timothy Westbrook is my designer. He is an incredible Brooklyn-based um, you know, fashion designer. He I went to his studio in December and he's lending me a whole look. Um, and it's been from the runway. So he had a show. It's a whole moment. I cannot wait to wear it. And yes, there will be red. That's why I got my hair done with my yeah. friend Johnny. So there's red in the outfit, which is going to bring it all together.
0: That is so awesome. Because I was wondering if you were at the point. Like, obviously, you said a Brooklyn designer. I was wondering if you could got. Well, but you're an independent artist, so obviously, I should know the answer to this. Where it's like <laughs> you could have someone like say, "I want to make you a look," but
1: yeah, you know, I or mean, you like
0: off the rack, like. <laughs>
1: so this is something where he reached out to me and we met on instagram and he was he's so amazing he's so nice and he was like i have all these collections come to my because his studio has all his collections like all his previous collections and he literally i could hand pick whatever i wanted so i just tried on like clothes after clothes he's like here you go this looks amazing and we, we like art directed the look with different looks from different collections but yeah i mean i think Obviously with anything the more you do it the more people that see you the more op- opportunities so i think i'm at that point where people are starting to see me and seeing, seeing that i perform and i when i i have a new look every time i know i i have nothing wrong with repeating looks and i do repeat looks but i also like giving just like with the wigs like i like to transform yeah. and give a whole new thing every time so you know with this i was like i want something unique for this event yeah. And it's and he's just lending it so it's not like I'm buying it. So, yeah. you know, I have to I have to return it. I can't F it up. Like please, no, no one spill shit on me. Like yeah. This I will be gone. So, but yeah, I mean definitely I'm meeting um other artists as well. I I have I, I have to still keep it surprised, but I'm working with another amazing designer for my upcoming show on February 11th. So, that will be another couture piece that wow. he made for his collection that I'm going to wear just for that one night. So I'm trying to do more of these collaborations because I also yeah. like love wearing other people's art. So yeah. I can make stuff, which I do make my own stuff and I find stuff at thrift stores, but I also am starting to really embrace other artists and collaborate. So to where there are and to show that into the world and then people to see it. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing more of. Yeah, I love well,
0: it. I will say this, if you do get into it, if Wix, you do I get it, in- definitely all you got to do is change your hair. It's a new look. Like, that's how, <laughs> that's how I, look yeah, I at love it. it. Like, like yep. I repeat, I repeat bodysuits all the time. It's like,
1: um.
0: it's like, I'll probably wear this with another wig. And it's like, like a few months down the road and it's like, well, now it's a new look. It's new hair. Like, right? cause right. I'm at the point, I don't, I don't know how to design things. Like,
1: <laughs> right.
0: I'm not at that point yet. So it's like, it's like I have to go on eBay and buy stuff, get it, hope, I, hope I've hope i been eating good that week uh-huh. and, like, it fits. <laughs> right. Because I will say this, like, I did probably, I will say this exclusively to you, and if you go on the YouTube video of this, I was recording covers last week, and literally I was all, like, in the body suit, and it, like, it was one I hadn't worn that often. It was like, I was performing. I was doing like genie a bottle. And then all of a sudden my bodysuit just came open. So like, luckily, luckily I, I knew like I had that professional thing of, okay, just calm down, bitch. Just don't move towards the back. So people can clearly see that it's open. Like (laughs) pause, run off camera and continue. It was weird. It was like, My bodysuits, I have, like, two different kinds. I have ones that are, like, zip bodysuits where I, like, get in it and zip up. I like those more. than I have, like, snap crotch ones. So it's, like, like, that's what this is. And, like, I was, like, crossing my fingers today. I'm, like, please, please fit. And apparently I've been doing a good job because it fit fine. Nothing snapped. I'm all good. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Thank you. So (laughs) anyway, have I gone? for everything. Well, okay, fine. I will... Let's just go into... So you you said on February 11th you're going to be wearing a custom look. Are you ever afraid... or, Or wearing a look of a designer? Are you ever afraid to, like, after you meet... The audience like going up, meeting people, like saying hi, and then like having something go wrong, <laughs> like them spill something on you, or like
1: so. Before a set, I don't always control because a lot of the shows I perform, I'm like in the crowd and it's like part of a party, so yeah. that you have no control over. But then some are on stage with like actual lighting and microphone, yeah. and you know, so it depends. But personally, I, you know, if I know I'm performing, obviously I don't want to be sweaty. I don't want to have lipstick all over me. So so sometimes, you know, people, when they see you, they like want to kiss you. Like I've had people like, like be like, oh my God, you look beautiful. Like, oh my God. And they come and hug and then like, they want to like, some people have lipstick on and they want to kiss you. And I'm just like, okay, don't touch the face. Like this is a lot of time, um, you know, in terms of the look, I mean, people sometimes, oh my God, actually funny story. One, so my look, luckily it was not a designer. They yep. was given to me but it was a look that i made and i spent time finding so i went to a thrift store somebody tagged me graffiti it was a graffiti party they literally yeah. when i wasn't looking graffitied their name on my boot like i had a knee-high boot yeah and they fucking, excuse me they tagged me yeah like put their signature and graffiti style on my whole leg did it look amazing yes but i would have liked to have known and yeah. Also, it's now stuck. So now on these two boots, I have someone's name like tagged. So like, yeah. Yes. So like,
0: <laughs> you're at that point where it's like, you you have either you like keep the boots or you throw them out, right? And
1: order new ones. Which
0: I know, I know they're not cheap. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, it's like knee highs. I was not happy, but like like I said, luckily they weren't you know, someone else, if there was a designer, I would be screwed, because I would have to pay hundreds of dollars. Yeah, like, basically,
0: like, I get that. I actually have like, two quick stories. So literally, one time, I lived in Orlando before I moved back here. So like, Mm. I was performing in Orlando. And like, I think at this point, I was visiting and it was like, I had someone like, I know, how I perform, like, I don't duct tape my wigs like I know not to move my head too much because it's literally just on my head with a wig cap. I literally had somebody who was like drunk just like come grab my wig and like pull it off and I'm like and it's like I will admit I'm not a violent person. That's probably the only time where I've wanted to like take off my shoe and beat them over the head with it because it's like now you're sitting there I literally had to look in a window, like get my wig like properly like placed back to where I had done it.
1: And, wow, that was messed up. Do never yeah. people watching this, never pull a wig. Yeah. Don't pull any hair for that reason. It's not okay. It's not cute. And why would you do that? It's just so rude.
0: And it was like so that was the only time of like hair or anything like that. There was one time I accidentally like stepped in, like I was not at home. I was in West Palm beach. I was staying in a hotel after I performed. I was like getting ready to like go into a hotel and like I stepped in dog shit. So I literally had to like throw out my boots and order new ones when I got home. Cause I'm like, oh. I obviously I'm in, I'm, traveling, I can't, like, replace... I can't do anything about these boots now. I can't take them home. That's going to affect all my clothes that are in my suitcase.
1: Oh, my God, no. Yeah. Oh, my... That's crazy. Mm -hmm.
0: But it's like, that was probably the craziest night. When people say, like, how... I tell people stories, and I know we're almost going to get done here, but... Mm. I will say the longest I've been in drag, like not being able to go to the bathroom or anything, it was like eight hours. And it's like, wow, it's like at that point it was during pride. Like, and I, I had someone like in my area being like, are you staying at the bar? I'm like, I'm like, and it was getting close to like 1030 at at night. I had been in drag probably since like two o'clock in the afternoon. And it was like, And I'm like, I'm like, no, bitch, I have to go home. Like, I have to unzip, get undressed, and go to the bathroom. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I need
1: to think about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, granted, like, I wasn't talked or anything because that's one thing I don't do. Because, like, I hear people, I see people, and it's like, to me, it sounds painful. I know somebody at some point, if I ever get on, like, RuPaul's Drag Race is going to read me for not doing that, but I'm.
1: Yeah.
0: i'm like i'm like that sounds like a lot
1: <laughs> yeah i can never i mean i don't know i've never tried maybe i should try one day but it seems like a lot and and to your point about the bathroom it's like if you the, i mean i know there's an art to it but like yeah i would be worried about like using the restroom although if you know like you said because like, i've had costumes too that i they're like a bodysuit, and i'm like there's no way this is com- i can't like, for me to go to the bathroom and take this, I have to take off you the, have whole to take body the whole seat. thing off. Yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 yeah, that's hard enough. But, like, then to be tucked on top of that, it's like, wow. Huh.
0: As I said, that night I told you about with the shoes, that was the first time I had been in drag a long time. And that was at that point six hours. And that was the longest I had been yeah. in drag to that date. So, I remember like rushing into my hotel room, like, getting completely undressed and like just. Going to the bathroom was like...
1: <sighs> hmm. Right.
0: Because it's like, the secret is, as I've told people, it's like, you just got to know. Like, if you space out drinking and all that and, like, how you eat food, you can manage, but... You don't want to. You're probably one of the people who's like, if you're in a bodysuit, you're like, I'm just not going to eat. Like... <laughs>
1: You mean like before the set? Yeah. Or so? yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually eat, I make, just for my voice's sake, I do eat like a spaghetti, like a vegetarian spaghetti, like yeah. before. But like for the Glam Awards, for example, i am definitely been watching what I'm eating for the last week. And I've been working out like since December, because I'm like, I need to make it just designer. It has to fit. Has, but yeah, I mean, I, but that's just my personal, I'm okay with that, because I'm like, I enjoy you know, I still eat. It's just a matter. I'm not starving myself, but it's like, okay, yeah. I have to second guess things. Cause I'm like, I'm going to be in a freaking cat suit in front of all these people. Like, do I really need that ice cream and hamburger right now?
0: No. Like, and, that's, really, like, yeah. and that's the thing. Like once I get off with you, get everything, I'll take everything off. I'll order food to come from like Sonic and I'll eat like a bunch of stuff. Mm. Cause I've been, I've been up since. S- around like 6 45 this morning and like wow. all that all that i've had is like either soda or iced tea so it's like i need to eat
1: yeah yeah no please yeah. everyone eat eating yeah. is healthy
0: <laughs> but you do gotta think about that just like gotta yeah. you know, think like i'm on camera like yeah especially you'll see but luckily as some people say like when they say oh you edit your photos it's like bitch who wouldn't like
1: everyone why, does it yeah
0: i love some even one of my drag queen friends she like said it's like i don't edit any of my photos i'm like well bitch, that's because you look like you may think you look good i know what my body looks like i need to know what little tiny things i gotta change yeah anyway, so i gotta close this up because i'm realizing it's 10 30.
1: Oh. oh my god wow
0: that's why I did ask you like if we wanted to go longer because thank you I know I can talk a lot
1: <laughs> no it's good this is so much fun I've, I mean I've learned so much about you and I love this conversation
0: yeah and I will say I'll definitely probably like maybe even like a little bit later like reach back out to you again because it's like I'd love to do this again
1: yeah we should again for sure yeah it's great
0: so anyway with that being said this is Gay Out the City. I'm your host, prince Electro Diamond. I have been here with Benji Bradshaw. Thank you for coming.
1: Thank you and for having you're
0: me. You're welcome. And I hope all of you out there have enjoyed.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: So, and...